Have you ever been through a construction project or, or talked to someone who's been through a construction project and they talked about costs that were given by their contractor that went up during construction and that there was a, a line item budgeted for a certain type of finish or material or equipment and then that went up? Well, here today I'm gonna talk to you a little bit about allowances. Hey, I'm Chris Novelli with N3 Architecture and I'm here to help you understand a little bit more about design and construction. So today's topic is allowances and construction allowances. So what is an allowance? In its base form, an allowance is a placeholder value for any item that you are going to be purchasing later that is unknown. And so the way it works is a contractor will place an allowance value on said item and then this allows you as the homeowner or the client, this allows you time to go and do your shopping and do your finished flooring selections or your cabinet selections or maybe even to choose your appliances. And essentially, it works very easily. The contractor has a placeholder allowance for said item and you go out and you choose the actual material or equipment or, or appliance and if what you choose is more than the allowance, then you pay more. If what you choose is less, then the contractor will issue you a credit refund. And that will go on the, on the base value of your contract. So just think about it, especially in single family residential construction. If a contractor had to wait around for every single item in your house to be selected and then to give you an accurate price on, on each of those items, nothing would ever get built, right? Because there's a million different decisions, there's a million different finishes and equipment and appliances that you have to select out. And not all families or not all clients or couples or, or whatever can agree on the type of flooring that they want or, the, or this appliance versus that appliance. So the allowance allows the contractor to give you a bid that they can move forward with. And then as you choose these materials, the price gets adjusted up or down based upon what you choose. So some of the things that might be carried as an allowance in a typical single family uh, residential construction would be your flooring. It would be your kitchen cabinets and bathroom vanities. It might even be your plumbing fixtures, your appliances, your lighting. And there's a number of things that could be listed as allowances. Um, and it all just depends on Number one, do you want to make all of those decisions beforehand and have the contractor price out the actual um, items? Or do you want to take your time and make those selections as the construction is, is going forward? Allowances are also used in commercial construction a lot of times as well. And for the same reason, it's, it allows the client to defer the, the selection of the materials until a later date and it also allows the contractor to get started on the actual construction quicker. And then a lot of times in renovation projects, especially if there's structural damage, allowances can be used to put a number, put a value on the, the repair of that structural damage when the actual extent of the work might not be known. So let's just say you know that there's um, that you know that there's damage to the to the floor framing on the second floor of your house. But guess what? It's covered on the top by your finished flooring. It's covered on the bottom by the ceiling on the first floor level. 
you know there's damage to the flooring, but you don't know the extent of the damage. So your architect and your contractor might work together and say, let's put an allowance of $10,000 to repair that finished flooring. Then once the contractor gets started and they rip out the ceiling and rip out the, the finished flooring on the second floor, they can see the actual extent of the damage. And then from there, the contractor can say, oh, this, this, it only cost me $8,000 to actually repair this work so you get $2,000 back as a credit. Or the contractor might say, hey, the damage was a little bit more than expected, so the allowance was $10,000, but it really cost us $15,000, so we're gonna do an extra charge for, for $5,000 for that difference. One of the most important things with allowances is that the contractor or your architect, it depends on who's setting the allowances, allowances because sometimes the architect will set the allowance, that's more of a commercial uh, project uh, aspect, or sometimes the contractor sets the allowances. But anyways, no matter who sets the, the allowance value, the number one most important thing is that it's a realistic number from the start, because you don't want to have an allowance of $5 for all of the light fixtures in your house and then when you actually go and select the, the light fixtures, it's $50,000. You don't wanna do that. You wanna have a reasonable allowance from the start. And a lot of times that's based on either the architect's or the contractor's experience. But the most important thing that you as the homeowner need to understand is that an allowance, if you choose a, 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 a material that's more expensive than the allowance, the most important thing that you need to understand is it's not the contractors trying to nickel and dime you and to, and to get every little penny out of you and increasing their cost. No, the, the, it goes back to you because you're the one that's making that selection. And you're the one that's selecting something that's either more expensive or less expensive. So I think, you know, work with your contractor, work with your architect, establish a reasonable amount for the allowances and then when you go to make your final selections try to stick to the allowance or you know if maybe if construction's going smoothly and you have the contingency like I mentioned in my last video you have a little extra money to spend so you can you can go out and select some better light fi light fixtures or you can select some uh, you know better appliances because you have that contingency and you have and you know what the allowance is or in the in the opposite case if if you're under construction and you come up with a few more surprises than you originally anticipated and the budget's getting a little tight and you know your allowance is $10,000 for appliances, maybe you wanna go and try to try to pick up appliances that are more in the $8,000 range. And that way you have that extra $2,000 to play with and to, and to credit back to the project to, to sort of help cover those cost overruns. So you see, with everything in construction, it's, it's a balancing act. And it really just depends on the outcome that you desire based upon your actual budget and the realistic cost of materials. So there you have it. There's a rundown of allowances and how it works. Again, it's pretty simple to understand. There's a placeholder value and then you, then you defer the selection to a later date and you either choose something that's more expensive and pay more or less expensive than getting credit.
Well, that wraps up another episode of the Home Design Academy podcast. I hope that you learned something and enjoyed yourself along the way. Please make sure to subscribe and leave a review on your podcast player of choice. Visit my website, n3architecture.com, for more information and go to the resource section of the website where you can find the book that I wrote, The Homeowner's Guide to Residential Design and Construction, as well as some other information that will prepare you for your custom home project. Feel free to email me any of your questions to chris at n3architecture.com. Contact me on Instagram. Even if you just want to say hi, just search for N3 Architecture. You can find me there. Also, I've started a YouTube channel. So go to YouTube, search for N3 Architecture. Follow the YouTube channel. There's some exciting things going on there. Thank you, and I will see you in the next episode.